0: Hi, this is Julie Châtel and today we're starting our very first podcast that's called Getting to Know. It's part of our new communication vehicles at Nina that's in response to a number of different elements of feedback that we received from employees around the globe and that feedback was through um, surveys, as well as listening sessions and one-on-one discussions. The podcast will be fairly light and casual. So before I started the podcast, I wanted to talk to you a little bit first. We recognize that it is tough times right now. It's tough times at Nina. It's tough times in the economy and in the world. All that said, we wanted to continue to move forward continue with our plans of getting to know more about Nina, more about our leadership team and different employees and aspects of our current state as well as our future. So with that, today we'll start the Getting to Know podcast and I will be interviewing our new CHRO and CAO, Mike Rickheim.
1: Thank you, Julie. So one of the really cool parts of my role involves getting our employees connected to one another, to the business, and so forth. So we're going to use the podcast, as as Julie was saying, as one of the many vehicles that we'll use in order to drive that connectedness. I'll host these going forward. Would have been weird to interview myself. So Julie's going to jump in here and kick this off for us.
0: So, Mike, let's start with some easy ones. Where are you from?
1: I am a fireman's kid from the mean streets of Toledo, Ohio. And if you've ever spent any time in that part of the country, you'll know that uh, – you have about 15 minutes to leave after school. And if not, you're there for the rest of your life. So my, my parents met at 15, got married at 18, had me at 20. My sister came along a couple years later. And then I went to school in that area and moved south in Mason-Dixon line shortly thereafter.
0: And are you enjoying the south? Or do you like the colder weather of Ohio?
1: I miss nothing about the cold. No, uh, not, not at all. I mean, I look forward to spending time in the valley and Up in the mid-Atlantic and northeast, love to come see you, particularly uh, in the warmer months of the year. Uh, But there's nothing beautiful to me about snow after uh, having lived my first 20-some years with a bunch of it.
0: So tell me about your family here in Atlanta.
1: My uh, wife of 21 years is uh, Amy. She has a master's in medical genetics. My mom is convinced I'm merely a long-term study still. Like she'll point out that she's scribbling notes behind the Christmas tree. We've had three kids, two girls and a boy in that order. Olivia is the oldest one. She's going to be a sophomore at Stetson University in Florida. I've got what will be a senior in high school, Samantha, named after Sammy Hagar from Van Halen fame. If you ever meet Amy, don't tell her about that part. And uh, then Jack is our youngest one. He will be a sophomore in high school.
0: So, what
1: about um, sports? Are you a sports fan? Huge sports fan. Uh, American football and baseball in particular. As I said, I grew up in Ohio, but my dad was in the middle of three boys, and so he had one brother that was a Detroit sports fan, one brother that was a Cleveland sports fan. He became an Oakland Raiders fan and a Boston Red Sox fan, and I've adopted that. As has my son. It's been a rough life on the on, on the gridiron front, and Red Sox has been a great great decade.
0: I can tell you Mike's office looks like a cross between a Foot Locker store and maybe a teenage boys room. Yeah I'm a
1: great decorator. <laughs> yeah I've heard like Taco Mac which if you've not spent time in the greater Atlanta area it's like a sports bar around here. So yeah I'm a huge sports fan.
0: If you could play a professional sport what would you choose to play?
1: I would want to play left field for the Red Sox. I would actually prefer to be a center fielder but with the Red Sox, I want to play that wall. So the Green Monster there, 37 feet, 2 inches. Um, I'd want to be a left fielder for the Red Sox.
0: What is something you can't live without?
1: Miller Lite.
0: Miller Lite. Yeah.
1: Okay. I wouldn't blame Nina for that. that Thank you. That happened way before Nina. Um, I like Miller Lite. I, I, I'm struggling right now without sports. It's a weird thing. Like, it's that's a huge part of my life. My My oldest daughter uh, runs in college. My Second one is very athletic and, and probably will run in college. And my son plays football and baseball. So I'm missing not just what they do, but things that we watch on TV during the week and on the weekends.
0: So you came to NENA right at the very beginning um, of the coronavirus. So your onboarding has been interesting to stay at least because it's been pretty isolated. What is it you're looking forward to at NENA when we get past the virus?
1: I mean, I guess... You, Probably mm-hmm. very stereotypical. You want your HR guy to say, uh, "I want to get out and shake hands and kiss babies and meet people." Uh, so, at the risk of sounding like uh, this is a canned answer, I literally I want to get out um, with the people. And I, I, I spent nearly 17 years in uh, the business that I was in previous to coming to Nina, and I knew you know I knew how to get stuff done. I knew who to go to. I knew where the bodies were buried. I knew who to you know call for X or Y or Z. I feel extremely vulnerable uh, not having that. and I don't feel like I've moved the needle like I would want to. So I really do look forward to you know getting out and, and getting to, to know our people. and you know we've as we've begun to look at some of the things we're doing around talent and performance management, uh, yeah, it rhymes it's kind of cute, but I think a ton of what we can and should be doing, And are, I'm sure, in in, in a lot of places is in our attempts to kind of know and grow our people. So the more we know about them and what, not just their strengths and opportunities, but what their interests are, what their motivations are, how to push their buttons, and then to put like meaningful development opportunities in front of them so they can be the best version of them, that's, that's cool to me.
0: I feel like I always enjoy my time in the mills. I always learn something. I always get a better sense for what's top of mind for the majority of our employees, because that's where the majority of our employees are. So it'll be nice to be able to get back out into the facilities for sure. So how long have you been at Nina now, Mike?
1: I believe this is my seventh or eighth week of bliss, working beside you.
0: (laughs) That's exactly how I think most people would describe it. In those seven or eight weeks, any surprises
1: i don't know if i would classify them as surprises necessarily um i think there's some really really cool dynamics in this organization and again i'm basing this on fairly limited knowledge of the people because i haven't spent a whole lot of time um with a lot of people unfortunately because of the travel restrictions and so forth but culturally it feels like there's this like grittiness or kind of scrappiness or you know willing willingness to just kind of roll up your sleeves and get stuff done and it's like great can do attitude which like anything can probably be a strength taken too far but you know there's that and there's a ton of optimism there's a very very welcoming kind of um kind of feel here uh you know based on my my experience so far and people just want if you can help they they're they're more than happy to to let you in um and you know they don't Seem to suffer fools, and yeah. I respect that.
0: I think there's a lot of candor, and I think there is a lot of scrappiness of ensuring that everybody's working together to, to try to do the right thing. And it doesn't mean we're always, you know, rowing in the same direction. But I think intentions are are pretty aligned. Yeah,
1: I would I would agree with that.
0: What do you think is a myth about HR that you would want to bust?
1: Uh, so I I grew up in talent acquisition, which everybody listening would think of like a recruiter as part of HR. Somehow in my mind I didn't think of myself as HR. Um, I don't know how in hindsight I rationalized it that way, but I but I did. And I didn't want to be HR because of the handful of HR quote HR people that I worked with, certainly, you know, many of them very nice people, but you know, they kinda of played the role of mom or dad. Like if you needed help enrolling for benefits, they'd help you fill out a form or they'd give you a band aid if, you know, you cut yourself or they'd help plan a picnic or something like that. And I like picnics and I like barbecues and happy hours and stuff. But I think the opportunity for HR to help drive the business through its talent and through the organization, I think is really, really phenomenal. And it's, it's so cool to see a leader who hasn't had an HR business partner in the past, or maybe they've heard about this unicorn. But if they've had that kind of business partnership and seen what you really can do with the business by maximizing the talent, you know, it is so cool to kind of win them, win them over. And again, we have to hand out band-aids when people bleed and we've got to uh, plan picnics and, and it's all about, you know, driving an employee experience. But I think there's so many things that we can do through our talent by, you know, enabling the business and, and being true talent partners.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think in the seven to eight weeks that you've been here, just the tools and the frameworks you've provided to the, the senior leadership team that's here, um, everybody has been really thrilled with and embraced, and, and we're all looking forward to how we roll that out more broadly to the greater team at mean I think people will be really excited and pleased with, with where we're headed. I,
1: there seems to be, again, my, in my limited reach thus far, there seems to be some hunger for some of those yeah. tools. So, you know, hopefully, we can we can begin to scratch that itch and get some, you know, more basic tools in in people's hands and, and build from there. Yeah.
0: So has anybody compared you to um, Toby at the at the office, the show, The Office? Show? Yeah.
1: So my my son, even before Nina was in my life, uh, referred to me as Toby, who's the HR guy. He's like, I I don't get it. That's what you do for a living. And I was like, dude, like,
0: and not you're... a very dynamic HR guy. No,
1: not 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 at all.
0: So speaking of television or movies, who do you think would play you? in a tv or movie series
1: well the bad news about the podcast really is people can't see this visually but if they could you wouldn't need to ask that question because i think it's very obvious it's brad pitt
0: so like in the benjamin button version of brad pitt that's not
1: that's not the brad pitt version i was (laughs) i was thinking about but yeah that would probably unfortunately be more more applicable yeah not an actor but the thing i probably hear most commonly or at least did for a while in my life was the doppelganger thing around Dale Earnhardt Jr., which I thought was okay until my mom pointed out to me that she finds him to be a very ugly person, uh, which kind of broke my spirit a little bit. Thanks, Mom.
0: Better than somebody who always has their car upside down on the racetrack.
1: That's But not an actor. So Brad Pitt it is. Brad
0: Pitt it is. Okay. How about, how would you want to spend your perfect Saturday?
1: Perfect Saturday is largely set up to play out this saturday assuming the weather's good my son has my son is uh he'll be 16 this summer he plays on a fairly competitive travel baseball team which is really big here and um this is the first tournament of the season because of all the coronavirus stuff but i've got a bunch of uh a bunch of my son's friends will be around with us like in between games. They'll stay with us. A couple of my buddies will stay with us because they live on another side of town. And it'll be a beautiful day. We'll have baseball. Probably have a couple Miller Lights. And it, there's no beach there. But that's a, that's a perfect Saturday for me. That's
0: great. So actually, I think there's three final questions that I have for you that we're going to do at the end of all of the podcasts that we do. So the first one is, tell me what you always have in your refrigerator. Can, and can you go with something other than the Miller Lite? There is
1: always Miller Lite in my refrigerator. Uh, Heinz ketchup would be another one. And then both my daughters are vegan. My wife's pretty close to it. So there's a bunch of stuff that I don't recognize.
0: And then what are you famous for?
1: I would say amongst the people who know me fairly well, uh, I have a bit of a, I I believe it's called potty mouth accidentally. I will will slip with some
0: language. It's saltier
1: than, than, than it should be. And, um, I need to be better about that.
0: And the third one is what are you most looking forward to right now?
1: Business wise, I would say getting through this, this period of time, which I hope we're going to look back and, you know, Byron talks a lot about, you know, never waste a crisis. Undoubtedly, we're going to learn, learn things from this that we'll take forward. Uh, but I'm, I'm ready to get back to normal life. And, you know, it's a lot more fun to grow a business than to do the stuff that we're, we're doing right now. And it's a lot more fun to interact with people and get to know them in that way than, than phone and webex and so forth so as much as i appreciate seeing everybody's kitchen or living room in the background um yeah i'm I'm ready to get out
0: i agree thanks mike this has been a lot of fun um getting to know a little bit more about you and more about what's ahead with our hr function here at nina
1: great job as a host those are pretty big shoes for me to fill
0: i look forward to hearing pride of
1: shiloh high school (laughs)
0: I appreciate that. I look forward to all future podcasts.
1: Thank you guys for your time and for joining us. Uh, going forward, if you have ideas, suggestions, any uh, topics or people that you'd like to see featured, uh, hit us at suggestions at nina.com and we'll take everything under consideration and try to figure out how to get you what you're looking for.